when my wife gets the urge to clean, she just sits down, watches an episode of that hoarder show, and thinks, my house isn't so bad after all. Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to Laugh Again with Phil Calloway. I counted fingers a moment ago and discovered that I have officially lived in nine different homes. The national average during a lifetime is 11. When my wife and I moved into our first apartment, the only items that wouldn't fit into our 1971 Mercury Comet were the sides of my king-size waterbed. Everything else we squeezed neatly into the back seat and trunk. Books, clothing, guitar, flute, toothpaste, toothbrush, hairspray. That's about all we owned. By the time we moved out of that cramped apartment, we needed a friend's truck to help bear the weight of our growing collection of stuff. <laughs> Bags of baby clothes, photo albums, a newer guitar, a fake Christmas tree in a box, and a partridge in a pear tree, I think. Three years and two children later, our friend's truck was far too small for our next move to a one-floor, four-bedroom home. We had a toddler, two babies, and enough record albums, cassette tapes, eight-tracks, appliances, bookcases, dressers, diapers, and baby bottles to sink a small naval vessel. We looked like the Beverly Hillbillies setting off for California. All that was missing was Granny Clampett strapped to a rocking chair strumming a banjo. I fear that if we were to move now, we would need to raise that sunken naval vessel and hire the National Guard to fill it. Perhaps the more storage space we have, the more stuff we find to stuff into it. Academy Award-winning playwright Preston Sturgis once said, I go through life accumulating possessions. I've always done it, and then, every once in a while, a sort of tidal wave comes along and washes them all away. Solomon wrote, Riches don't last, and the king's crown doesn't stay in his family forever. His father, King David, agreed, We are merely moving shadows, and all our busy rushing ends in nothing, he said. We heap up wealth not knowing who will spend it. Ouch. A friend was paying for lunch one day, and he showed me what he keeps in his wallet. It's a little business card that says, God owns it all, I'm just his investment manager. <laughs> On the back of the card were some Bible verses. I snapped a picture of them with my phone and looked them up later. Here they are. Let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't spend your time worrying about things down here. Don't store up treasures here on earth. Store your treasures in heaven, where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. My friend told me he likes to keep the card near his cash as a reminder of three things. God owns it all. Earth is not my home. God blesses me so I can raise my standard of giving. I like that. God owns it all. Earth is not my home. God blesses me so I can raise my standard of giving. Maybe we would be wise to print God owns it all on every bank card, every contract, every dashboard, every doorstep, on all our stuff. God owns it all. Our talents, too. And I think we should stop this silly business of active accumulation and start the more thoughtful and joy-filled process of wise distribution. My kids agree completely, and they're helping me with this. In fact, they've already begun writing their names on the back of my knickknacks. 
We all love a miracle story. So this Easter season, let's rejoice in the most wonderful miracle in all of history. Our Savior conquered death and made a sacrifice that changed everything. Because He is risen, we can enjoy an intimate relationship with God that will last forever. Isn't that a cause for celebration? Happy Easter! And remember, you can support this ministry of hope and joy at laughagain.us. Laugh Again, truth bringing laughter to life.